Okay, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Red Rising Brews. It is me, your host, Sun, and... Kayla. And we will be talking about the first six chapters of The Handmaid's Tale, um, which we have recently read. So, yes. <laughs> so uh, with the let's do the summaries first. Uh, Kayla, if you would do the honors for the first okay, three. Okay, the first chapter, they kind of just like went... They kind of like not really introduce because Margaret Ackwood would kind of just jump right in as she does, and she was kind of going over like how all these girls, which are the handmaids, are like sleeping in a gymnasium and they're being like supervised or like surveillance by the the angels and the aunts, yeah, and um, yeah, they kind of just like introduce like what the angels were like the army men army men <laughs> and like the wives commanders aunts marthas sure and all those people so everybody's general role and like the color of what they're wearing as yeah. we see is evident throughout the rest of the book yes yeah. and um okay i have nothing else to say about chapter one chapter two <laughs> chapter two um it was kind of just like uh, oh yeah, they, Alfred moved from the gymnasium to one of the commander's houses, and then she was explaining how, like, the, her room, like, now she actually has a bed, but then also there's no, like, chandelier, nothing you can right. hang any ropes from, nothing you can hurt yourself on, and no glass at all, not but, even the window. But, you know what I thought was so interesting? How they, like, they, like, knew this from the get-go, that they couldn't have anything for like yeah. them to kill themselves because they would already be miserable. That is the epitome of evil. Just yeah. saying, but and that whole like her whole room just sounds like a prison cell. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Besides that one pillow that says faith that she was, she thought she was not supposed to read, but Which she is did anyways. So interesting that it's there. I yeah. find like and I feel like it's a trap. Like, yeah. yeah, like there's like you you're not allowed to read, but then they give her a it's pillow like with words her. on it. Seriously, yeah. Um. Chapter yeah. three. Chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three. <laughs> um, she was explaining how a lot of the wives, or like some, or maybe it was just the wives at her house. I don't know. But the wives, they're really good at knitting, and she was just like, maybe it's just like a distraction for the wives to keep like, just to keep busy since they don't really have anything else to do. And they're just like, oh, do they even use what they make? I don't even know. Is it all useless, like, time pass? Yeah. And then the wife was smoking a cigarette, which the handmaids are not allowed to smoke, or, I drink. I think no women are allowed to No drink. women? Well, uh, at least... I'm not sure. I think... Wait, maybe that's right. Because uh, I think no women are allowed to, but the wives get away with it. Oh, yeah. Although I like, could be wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I'm think sorry, they do get away with it because... Like, the commanders, they do whatever they want. So sure, maybe they're just yeah, like, yeah. okay, I won't so the wife's rat on my wife. Thing. I don't know. Or, I don't even know if the commanders care enough. They have a handmaid, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is that enough? Chapter uh, oh, we have... Oh, Serena Joy. Mm -hmm. um, she introduced her. Um, yeah, Alfred just, like, recognized her from some... Growing Morning souls. religious program. <laughs> Yeah, the Growing Souls Gospel Hour. She recognized her from there. And then... 
She was the lead soprano. Oh, yeah, Lisa was <laughs> So that shows that she was very much invested in the singing yeah. she was doing. Um, and then she was like, oh, my God, that's Serena Joy. And But, like, the last line is so interesting because she's like, the woman sitting in front of me was Serena Joy or had been once, so it was worse than I thought. Which is kind of interesting how, like, that really set it off for her. She's like, oh, I'm so, like, screwed, you know? Okay, and then in chapter four, basically, we see that Ox Glenn goes outside and she's paired up with uh, Off... Offred? Offred. Off oh, sorry. <laughs> Offred is paired up with Off Glenn. My bad. And um, she's basically... Um, they're basically, like, shopping partners, so she's going out shopping. And they're trying to pass the guardians at the front gate. And she, like, takes notes of how they're young guardians and um about how like um they must be like sex starved and stuff so like um but like she is as well so she's like flirting with them and she like takes account of like that's like the least she can do which later we find out is not true but at this point of the story yes yeah. it is and then oh and then oh uh, there's um we're introduced to nick who she believes is an eye from the get-go who's like tempting her because he, like, winks at her, and she doesn't do anything. And she's like, I can't be seen with the likes of you. Um, and basically, um, there's... Um, so, Afglan and Afwarren are, like, walking along, and um, basically they're talking about the war, about how, like, it's going against, like, Baptist people, and how it's going <laughs> well. <laughs> and there's this, like, really interesting line. The truth is that she is my spy, as I am hers. If either of us slips through the net because of something that happens on one of our daily walks, the other will be accountable. So it's interesting how like the relationship really started off like you can't even trust each other, not even your shopping partner, which we can see later because the next off Glenn, off Glenn. Glenn the next off Glenn is very much like that, um, which is kind of sad to see because we love this off Glenn. You know, yeah. she's doing her best. Trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, um, and then. Blah, blah, blah. I think that there's also a part where the, um, where, okay, wait, no, I think we're just going to chapter five now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so chapter five, basically, we see them shopping, and, um, we get introduced to Janine, who we learned that she goes by Off Warren now, but they refer to her as Janine throughout the rest of the book. And, um, basically, Janine is pregnant, and, uh, we also learned that they're, the, the, the stores have pictures instead of words because they cannot possibly be trusted to, you know, have such temptations. Like, the, the name of the stores were that temptatious. And Sorry so, for the bell. And so, and so they couldn't be trusted with that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that happened. And then, um, oh, we also learned about how, like, um, they're young guardians and how, like, uh, she wasn't sure if she could, like, trust them, right, when she was passing a checkpoint, because, um, they shot a Martha, which begs the question, did they shoot her because she was a Martha or because she was fumbling? I think it's because she's a Martha because there are a lot of racist tendencies here, and we established later on that we believe the Marthas are, uh, people of color, or women of color, rather. Yes. And, um, I think that's interesting because not only sexism, but racism as well, which is a lot of fun. And then, um, we basically move on, okay, let's go to chapter six now. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. um, there's the part with the Japanese tourists in chapter Ooh, five, right. where, um, basically we're introduced to them, and, um, and they're just like, all the interpreters we learn are part of the eyes, so that no misinformation goes through, 
and um, basically there's a woman in like a short skirt and heels and nose painted and like both um, Aflan and Afred are just like what the hell that's crazy can you imagine doing that and um, basically <laughs> and basically they're um, they're talking about how crazy that is and then the Japanese tourists ask if they're happy and they're just like yeah we're very happy obviously they have to lie um and then chapter six um right they're in going into all flesh the store right and um that happens and then oh and then we're introduced to the wall um basically and we see the people that are hung are uh previous doctors um when it was legal who performed abortions but they were being persecuted now for it because they committed a sin um and so that's also interesting to see because her first thought wasn't oh my god these poor people it was thank god luke wasn't a doctor because um he definitely can't be one of those people who was hung so terribly you know which i find really interesting how already she's thinking about like I know Darwin, like, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Which um, is actually pretty screwed up. Um, so, yeah, those, that's, our, that's our summary. And um, do you, did you have any impression um, when hearing about this, of, like, the book? Um, I, to be honest, I just thought it was, like, weird. Like, I didn't know where it was going. Mm -hmm. But then now that we've read the whole book, like, after, since we're doing this later, <laughs> but, like, since it's like after we've read it it all kind of makes sense but it's still just like what just happened i think it's so interesting because when i read this if i read this at the beginning i'd be like wow this is such a weird society but it only gets worse yeah which is you only figure out that it gets weirder and even at the end it doesn't get any better yeah which i think is so sad um that like it's a tragic it started tragic it ended tragic mm -hmm. um yeah, I think that's my main takeaway. Um, as for a song, a, a song. <laughs> we'll come up with the song later. Yeah. Okay, we'll come up with the song later. Wait, later. <laughs> okay, so now we have um, found a song. Mm -hmm. um, it is called. It is called "I Don't Want to Live Forever" by Zayn and Taylor Swift. And um, this is going to be recited by our dear Kayla, so she will do the honors. Okay. The lyrics, some of them are, been sitting eyes wide open behind these four walls, hoping you'd call. It's just a cruel existence, like there's no point hoping at all. I feel crazy up all night. I mean, yeah, up all night, all night, and every day. Okay, so just by these couple of lyrics at the beginning, uh, we can see that it's really, you know, um, looking for an escape, looking for a way out. And we only just got introduced to the character, the narrator, whose name we don't even really know. But we can still see how um, she's already feeling these things, you know? She's already wanting for this to be over. But, you know, we learn later on that it's not going to be over for 100 years, maybe. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... Um, a sad thing to see really you know having to see her settle for this life that obviously she does not want okay so that was our uh, attempt at our first podcast um thank you so much for listening um we hope you enjoyed the rest of the book um although enjoy may not be the word we hope you are engrossed in the rest of the book um okay this this is our first and final podcast yes. of red riding grooves from Kayla. And your host, Sen. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.